0: Players are recorded live in-game. Audio quality may vary. The following episode contains adult themes and simulated role-play violence. Listener discretion is advised.
1: gets closer to the homeless man. Without warning, the man whips around and slashes at Kurt
2: with his knife. <laughs> Kurt leaps back. I pull out my gun and point it straight at him. Look sir, I didn't want to have to do this, but you're going to take this RFID tracker and you're going to walk four blocks that way.
1: The homeless man drops his knife and runs away from Kurt. I'm running after him.
0: i walk down the street and s- stop watching the idiot homeless person turn his tail, run and scream from Kurt.
3: I holster my gun and take out my taser, get it ready, and contemplate using it on Kurt. Damn it, Kurt.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Kurt. <laughs> what are you chasing him for?
1: Come back here. The homeless man's trench coat is billowing behind him. Kurt gently grabs the tail end without pulling back on the man, then deftly slips an RFID tag into the pocket. Dregor looks back to the chop chop to see Jet walking through the door. Right behind her is another cloud of magical butterflies, which she must have just summoned. Dregor looks back to the homeless guy, then back
0: to Jet. You want to pick the homeless man up with an air spirit and fling him into the sky?
2: Okay, guys, I did it. The package has been delivered.
4: (laughs) What? That is awesome, Kurt. All right, get out of the way. I'm gonna make this sucker fly. What? Without saying anything else, I ask the air spirit to help the homeless man move faster so he can get as far away from us as possible.
1: The spirit emerges from the doorway. A small section of butterflies breaks off and shoots towards the homeless man. The moment the butterflies land on his back, the homeless man triples his speed, zooming down the sidewalk until he disappears into the night.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see?
4: Did you see?
3: Did you see that? She never ceases (laughs) to amaze me. (laughs) What just happened?
4: I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a great time. And I pet one of my butterflies.
3: What's going on? I can't believe you two. Oh, I can't believe you two. I think to myself, I'm just glad that homeless man is okay.
0: Hey, Jet. How many genies do you get a day? day? Like that.
4: As many as I want, as long as I can cast it.
0: Well, what do you mean, as long as? How do you do it?
4: It's not always the easiest thing. You saw what happened in that mission when we were trying to save you.
0: Well, yeah, I, I know. It wasn't... Yeah, that really knocked you out.
4: It was a mess. Yeah.
0: But I mean, now and before, with all the the ashes, uh, yeah, you're you're getting you're getting real good at it.
4: Thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm trying hard. I think I'm gonna have these little buddies hang out for a while. Is that okay with you guys? Um. Yes.
2: They spruce up the place. I'm I'm cool with it. I walk back towards the group, and am perturbed by the butterflies. Oh, not those.
3: (sighs) They're butterflies. Come on. We could have possibly discussed doing that better.
4: It all worked out. Kurt did a good job.
0: Really? Well, it isn't here, is it? Right? It's, It's down the street somewhere.
3: I roll my eyes and put away my taser.
0: You guys think I did a good job?
4: Yeah, man. It's on him, isn't it?
0: You used your instincts and you worked fast. You didn't question yourself. Yeah. Where's the the chip? Where is it? Where is it? Away.
4: Far away.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but Kurt could have gotten hurt, and that innocent man could have been killed. We were right there. We could have helped him if it gotten out of hand. Ready with your guns.
4: Hez, you're very sweet. Kurt's a big boy, though. He can make his own decisions, just like the rest of us.
3: Yeah, just like
0: the rest of us.
3: I'm not as worried about Kurt as I am about killing an innocent man.
4: Fair enough.
2: I wasn't- I wasn't gonna kill him.
4: Neither was I.
2: just he had a knife.
0: You know, we've- we've taken a lot of bad people down... today. But... you know, there's a limit. For everybody. There's only- there's only so much you could do in a day and then you gotta sleep on it. (laughs) I know I have
4: to. Yes. You guys want to call Rabrat now or do you want to take the night and rest up before we do that?
0: We should we should rest up. I wanna curl up in the cab of one of them cars and just knock out. I don't even I don't even care about a bed at this point.
4: Well, we should
3: also secure these things away from the chop shop. They don't need to be seen by him. What the the drones? The drones, the BTLs, the cred sticks. Oh yeah, he doesn't need
0: to know about any of this.
3: Where can we put them all?
0: I could drag it up to our apartment. Oh no.
2: Let's not do that. Is there anywhere else we can take it? I don't think there is. What about the black jug?
0: Could we stash it there?
3: No, I think your apartment is the best bet for now.
0: That's a long walk.
3: We'll help out. I will at
0: least. It's a long walk with some conspicuous people. With a lot of expensive gear. Uh, Now, I can fight, but I don't think I could fight off that whole building, make it a ruckus dragging that stuff up 26 flights.
3: We'll have to make the gear look less expensive then. What
0: about stashing it in my car or in a trunk or something? Lock it up somewhere in a garage. Not here. Not here. But yeah. A junkyard, is something. Is there anywhere to store cars where we live, Gregor? I don't. Now there's just there's just street parking out there. <laughs> you gotta fight for it.
4: Fancy part of town, huh?
0: I Lock. have an idea.
3: The four of us can head up to your apartment with each item disguised as an innocuous item. Perhaps we can make this look like we are going to have a party. One of them could be a crate of toilet paper. That sounds like a plan to me.
2: What's a party? I look
3: at Kurt. Are you serious?
4: Is he serious? I can never tell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking, guys. I, I know. I know what it is.
3: Oh, oh, okay. Well, one of the boxes could be limes, perhaps. We can go to the stuffer shack and see what boxes they have in their dumpsters.
0: Wait a minute. Did, did, I, did I miss something? What are we doing?
3: Where, where are you talking about putting this stuff? In some sort of disguise box.
4: Like a gift box?
3: Well, a crate from a different product. I thought you meant with a
4: ribbon or something there for a second.
3: That might be more enticing to your strange neighbors. Like it's for a five-year-old's birthday?
4: Actually, we don't know Kurt's birthday. Maybe we should throw him a party.
2: Not a bad idea. Yeah, that sounds great. I love that you mentioned that again.
3: Yes, it will be Kurt's birthday party then. Yeah. I propose that we put all of the items into the AmeriCar, but we all drive other vehicles over.
0: We got, I got plenty of space back there, I think for most of it. Let's load it up.
2: All right,
3: let's see what fits.
0: Sounds good.
2: The crate looks too large to
1: fit in the AmeriCar.
3: Are there milk crates around here? Perhaps we can put the BTLs in there. Yeah, at the very least. They're cases or bags or something. All right, I don't think that we're going to fit everything in here, but I've taken another look at the van, and I'm pretty sure I did a thorough search. I'm pretty sure that there's no RFID chips on it. We can take it with us. I can drive it. You can drive it, Kurt.
0: All right. Yeah, I missed my baby. I'm driving my own car.
3: Would you like to drive in the van as well, Jet? Jet nods her head in agreement.
1: Kurt hops in the driver's seat while Jet and Hez move to the cargo area. I hunker down in the back of the van. I pull out of the garage. Through his rear view mirror, Kurt sees Drager pull his car out, close the bay
2: doors, then follow him. I turn on the autopilot. Van, take me to the 27th floor of our apartment.
4: Unknown destination.
2: Um, try the address. Uh, Drager, what's her address? Um, 2704 Derringer. Alright. Van, take us to 2704 Derringer.
4: Destination 2704 Derringer Street.
2: So, do we pick
3: up wrapping paper then? What's wrapping paper? Oh, Kurt. Wrapping paper is what you would wrap a gift in. It's just a veneer to make it look pretty. And so you hide the surprise. Do you know what a gift is? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've given you gifts before, Kurt. Hez
1: opens a private call between herself, Jet, and Drager. She leans over so Kurt
3: can't hear her. I really think we should give this boy a party.
4: (laughs) I fully agree.
3: Yeah, he needs one.
1: The van pulls into the apartment complex's parking lot.
3: What about the wrapping paper? Where do we get
2: wrapping paper?
3: I suppose the nearest stuffer shack, actually. Or we can see what's in the alley. Jet
1: fully comfortable with scrounging in alleys, nods her head before opening the van door. They walk to the dumpster section and find a collection of stained rags, used napkins, and oily newspapers.
3: What will we affix these with? Has anyone any glue or tape? Um, no. I suppose we could use what's in the med kit. Jet,
1: Hez and Drager return to the van, and using the remaining medical tape in the med kit, wrap the crate and drones in oily newspapers. Drager crumples up a few pages and affixes them to the top of the box in an attempt to make a bow, looking more proud than he should. The newly wrapped garbage box is ready to be taken upstairs.
0: All right, you grab that end. All right, ready? All right. With your with your knees, oh, nice. why are all we
2: right? on the 27th Ready? floor? Okay, one, two, all right. Two,
0: three, go.
2: <gasps> up.
3: All right. Uh, uh, why are you on the 27th floor? to uh, step at uh, a time, you guys. One step uh, at a time. All right. Sweaty and
1: tired, Kurt looks up at the number 15 stenciled on the closest door in the stairwell.
0: Hey, Jack, can your magic help us with this? Yeah, really. Come on, uh, can you use some of that wind power on us to get this stuff up the stairs faster?
4: I thought about that, but I don't want to waste a request. Oh, come on!
0: <laughs> My calves, you know how many times I've done
1: this today
4: already. You what? Want...
1: After having made two trips for the box and one of the drones, they walked through the apartment door with the final drone and
3: set it down,
0: exhausted.
3: Uh, why so many stairs? There's a
0: reason. There's a reason why it's so cheap.
3: This is the only place we
1: can put it, Uh, apparently. The box and drones take up almost all of the space in the tiny cluttered apartment. Between the beds, the box, the two drones,
3: and four people, there isn't much space to maneuver. Well, this looks comfortable. Looks like you guys will be rather cozy tonight. Yeah.
0: Well, with this much BTL, I think anybody would be cozy for any length of time. Starting to feel exhausted, I try to lay on what's
2: exposed of my bed? Oh, I'm tired. Can we do this party thing later? Yeah, we can. We can. We can
3: wrap those presents tomorrow. <laughs> we no longer uh, need to wrap the presents. More. We'll do it anyway. Would you like a ride home? Yes, please.
1: Hez turns back around and sees Kurt and Drager fast asleep on their uncomfortable-looking beds.
3: <laughs> Good night, Drager. I take Jetangeline home, and then return to the library myself. Mommy! 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 Look at this! Hez's children mommy, wake her mommy.
1: much earlier than she would have liked, allowing only one oh, hour yeah. of sleep.
3: Oh, give me a moment. I'll be with you soon. Oh, you always say that, yeah. then you go back to sleep. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Is it <laughs> breakfast time then?
1: Hez looks over to see Yan cooking over a small camping stove. Hez yawns. If the kids weren't used to her, it would be a terrifying sight.
3: Yeah, I see that it is. Well, alright, children.
1: Kurt awakens to a dark room with no idea how long he's been sleeping. He rolls over and turns on a tiny desk lamp, casting jagged shadows upon a supremely messy, cramped room. On the other side of the light, he sees Dreger, mouth wide open and sound asleep. Still groggy, he scans the room and sees his giant gift in the corner and shuffles over to it. He tears open the gift wrap, then removes the top of the crate, revealing a pile of unsorted BTL boxes inside. I pick up a BTL chip. He closely examines the shiny chip in the dim light. He doesn't know the exact value, but everyone else seems willing to kill to possess them which, he surmises, must make them pretty valuable. He's hopeful that these little circuit boards will help him get out of this depressing prison cell apartment and somewhere a bit more roomy, or at least a place with a window. He wonders if this is how birthdays work as he lightly tosses the chip back in the box. He turns around as he hears Draeger get out of bed and amble towards the soy-calf machine.
0: Oh, uh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, Draeger. So we got all the stuff, looks like. Do you know how to use one of these things? Well, probably not, well, that's a dumb question. I need coffee, coffee.
2: Yeah, it was a long night. They
1: simultaneously receive calls on their comlinks. Mm-hmm. It's Jet, mm-hmm. with a pending call to Hez. They answer at the same time.
0: Hey, hey Jet, hey, oh.
4: is that you? Oh. Yeah, everybody up? Good morning, Jetangeline. I don't know about you suckers, but I could use some drinking coffee. I'm yeah, so hungry. Yeah. Where are
0: so you want to meet? Spoon? It was, uh, it was Riddick's, right? Was that it, Jet? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. That yeah, sounds good. I can drive. Let's go. All right. I'll meet you there in an hour. Coffee it is. It's on me, all right? I'll see you there. Kurt, let's go. Yeah. Hez
1: mutes the call as Luz Cagnan serves her breakfast.
4: So, how did it go last night? I was worried.
3: It was all very disturbing, and I'm so sorry that you were worried. Maybe next time I can try and contact you while I'm out, but... It, well, I mean, it was a success. Uh, I was out till very late. I'm not sure when I came back, but... We did well, and, and it was pretty lucrative, so very much worth the risk
4: good yeah i'm so happy to hear that i i guess just send a message or text if it's convenient but don't worry about it focus on the mission
3: thank you loose i couldn't do this without your support
4: of course has that's what we're here for <laughs> on that note would you mind watching the kids today as i work
3: of course
4: all right I start at 3 today, and I work till
3: 3. All right. Thanks. Of course, meine Liebster. Luzcanian bends over
1: to kiss Hez on the forehead, then goes to the other room to prepare for a long day of work. Hez absentmindedly watches her for a moment, then remembers the phone call. She unmutes it. I'll have to catch up with you guys later. She looks at the comm link and realizes the phone call ended a minute ago, with an unopened attachment showing the location of Riddick's Cafe. She texts them to let them know she won't be attending and slowly starts eating her hot breakfast. Jet, Kurt, and Draeger walk through the door of Riddick's Cafe, a small diner in the heart of San Francisco. A man who seems to be the host, waiter, and cook comes up to greet them.
0: Hello, three? Yep, three. Would you prefer a booth or? Prefer coffee, bring the coffee.
2: All right. How about you take a seat at that booth over there in the corner, and I'll get you that cup of coffee.
0: Great. Thank you. They walk to the booth and sit down.
1: A moment later, the host sets a cup of soy-calf down in front of Drager. I
2: take the cup in both hands and down it in one go. Oh.
4: Anything for you?
2: Yeah, I'll take a BT. I mean soy-calf.
4: Yeah, an extra large, please, sir.
0: Yeah, soy-calf. Yeah. The biggest mugs you have. If you can, make them soup bowls, okay? For the three of us. Keep it coming.
3: Uh, I can just keep giving you refills.
4: How about that?
0: So you say. I'll hold you to that. I can sit here for a long time.
4: Man, Riddick's Cafe is the business. We'd reckon gotta come here more.
0: Sure. soy calf supreme.
1: <laughs> the host departs, then quickly returns with two more soy calves.
4: Can I get you anything to eat? Yeah, two eggs over easy toast. Okay, and for you?
0: Yeah, your, um, your waffle, bacon, sausage, scramble. That'll do it. Okay, and you, sir? Oh, and another waffle and put all the scramble in the middle of the two waffles on one plate. Yes, sir. Great, just, just charge me whatever all that costs on its own together. I lay my head on the
2: table and I just point it bigger. You'll have what I'm having. Got it, right away.
0: Thank you.
1: The host goes to the kitchen and talks to the other cook, who then cranes his
0: neck to look back at the booth. He shakes his head and
1: starts cracking more eggs.
0: Yeah, that's right. I want a Belgian waffle sandwich out of everything in my breakfast. It better, it better show up right, too. Oh, my head, Jet. How do you get rid of a headache? Can you use your magic on my head or something?
4: Magic doesn't fix everything, Drager.
0: Okay. I just thought it was worth asking. if only, right? (laughs) I hold up my
2: head and try to focus on the table, and I look over at the Tabasco sauce, and I palm it. The Tabasco sauce disappears from Kurt's
1: hand and down his sleeve. Jet notices, smiles, then takes a sip of soy-calf. To his right, Draeger is holding an empty mug, frowning and glaring at the host.
4: So, where's Hez? I thought we were going to try to offload these things today.
2: I don't, I don't know. I don't know where she is. I don't know. Yeah. She said she couldn't make it.
4: Hmm. You guys think we should try to do this on our own? Or should we wait for her?
2: You got the contact, right?
4: I mean, yeah, but I don't want Hes to think that we're trying to screw her over or something.
0: Yeah, you know Brad Brett That's true. This is a big score and everybody should have a say and watch the thing go down, right? That's only fair. Yeah. Well, what about we uh, we go wherever she's at, pick her up and, and take her back to the, the chop shop and regroup?
4: I get a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach. Something tells me she doesn't want us to do that. Maybe we should just wait a while. I'll contact Rab Rat and figure out a time to meet. And then I'll contact you guys on the comm link to follow up.
0: We need to talk to him, yeah. If you could do that, Jet, that would be perfect. I can also call Rico.
4: Let's try Rabrat first. Rico gives me the creeps. Fair enough. I get on my comm link and try to contact Rabrat.
1: Everyone else gets out their comm link and syncs up to the call.
4: Jet, what's up? Hey, good to talk to you. Got my team on the line, too. I got some stuff.
2: I give Jet an intense look. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Confused, Everyone mutes the comm link and looks a little miffed at Kurt. Rabrat's the person who gave us the initial mission where we got the intel from. We were specifically not trying to tell him that we scored this stuff,
0: right? Yeah, he's the original gig, yeah. That's why we need to talk to him, because- Oh
4: shit, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, okay.
0: Jet
1: unmutes the phone.
4: That job you gave us, we did it.
0: You
1: guys got the chop shop?
4: We got the chop shop, it's all ours.
1: Great. Right. Are you there right now?
4: Uh, no. N- Why?
3: But well, your team's there, right?
4: Uh, no. Why?
3: Is anybody you know there right now? No. So now it's just open and it. I mean, do you know if you killed every single Blood King?
4: Uh, I mean, everybody that we came across, yeah.
1: That you came across? Okay, so I guess we can just meet
4: there and claim it, right? Well, let us do a a drive-by, just to make sure. I'll be in touch soon.
2: Well, I'll go with you. I'm
0: just gonna head over, I'll meet you there soon.
1: Rabrat hangs up. Shit. Uh,
0: We gotta get down there fast. Now. We gotta get down there now.
1: We gotta beat him there. Jet slides out from the booth and quickly walks over to the host.
4: Hey, I gotta pay and get out of here. Who do I talk to? Oh, I-, I could do that. Would you like a bag for the food? No, thanks. Okay, just slot your cred stick here. Let's go. We're out of time. I want my food. I give Kurt a hard stare. I give her a harder stare. I pay no attention to his hard stare. I just swipe my cred stick. If
0: he's hungry, let him eat. He hit his head hard the other day.
4: As I walk outside, I pull up my cowl to make sure my face isn't showing and head to the chop shop.
1: Dreger looks back longingly at the booth. We don't even get to eat. (sighs) Kurt and Drager rush out the door and catch up with Jet.
4: I think that when we get there, we should do a drive-by first to make sure nobody's waiting outside.
0: Does anybody have weapons? Always. Do you know you're talking to?
4: I mean, I have mine.
0: All I have is a knife. Sometimes that's all you need. Uh, yeah.
1: Everyone enters Drager's AmeriCar, the dry blood of the interior now covered by blankets and sheets. Drager punches it, pushing Chet and Kurt deep into their seats as he skillfully weaves between cars, yellow lights, and pedestrians. Mastering and narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is
2: played by Marcus Freeman.
4: Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus.
2: Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso.
4: Hess is played by Torvald Tempestus.
1: Additional voices by Brandon Cruz, Justin Krupp. Special thanks to Taylor Briggs. Arrangement, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Topps Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening.